Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey guys, Matt Donald here. You know the drill by now. You know how this works. This is the part of the show where I advertise one of my big products, you know, and you know what it is this time. That's right. It's a special Paleo Bites themed hemorrhoid cream. Yeah! Get yours today! Oh yeah, also I got a Patreon at patreon.com slash Matthew Donald. There you can find bonus content for my two shows, The Rip, Wait, and Paleo Bites. For the bonus episodes of Paleo Bites, we discuss pop culture featuring prehistoric animals. And this month, we're talking about Jurassic Park. Park Operation Genesis, the classic cool-as-hell business strategy game from 2003 where you could build the Jurassic Park of your dreams. Ah, oh, that's good stuff. Also, you could build turrets to shoot your dinosaurs, and you could shoot them from helicopters, and you could sick dinosaurs onto guests. It's great stuff. I loved it when I was 12. It was the coolest thing ever at the time. Link is in the description where you can sign up to the Patreon. Thank you for your support and have a lovely day. And be sure to get your special Paleo Bites themed hemorrhoid cream. <laughs> I have such a bad sense of humor. Roar. Growl. Snarl. Bellow. Welcome to Paleo Bites, the podcast that puts the ass in Jurassic. My name is Matthew Dahl, and each week I and a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined by my good friend from New Zealand once again, it's Ben O'Regan. How are you? Oh, I'm good, thanks, and hello, everyone. <laughs> hello. I always hello. The Say hi to the, the world, the whole... <laughs> the whole world is listening to this. Yeah, no, really. <laughs> One day. One day. Eventually, I'll take over the world. Oh, wait, no. no, no don't pretend when you invent some kind of super science and you turn everyone into velociraptors. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my plan, yes. Okay. Uh, okay, so... Okay, that's the dinosaur-related question I'll ask you this week to, for, to start off the episode. If you could use a super science to turn everyone <laughs> into a certain type of dinosaur, which one would it be? And don't do Velociraptor, because you already did that one. Yeah. Uh, some kind of dromaeosaur, probably something bigger than the real Velociraptor, since the real one was the size of a blooming poodle. Right, maybe like a, <laughs> maybe like a Dakota Raptor or something, yeah. Or Deinonychus, if Deinonychus, I'm pronouncing that bit, right. That's a bit bigger. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah, that's pretty good, uh. Let's see. The Utah Raptor was the biggest, but it was kind of slow. It, it was mm. it was stockier, so. Oh, well, wouldn't I need guess to what's be your... fast because even if they don't hunt the way popular cultures um, said mm-hmm. that you know fast pack hunters, I'm still not fully up to date there. But something that big jumping on you with those big claws, even if they're not for <laughs> slashing but for hooking into you, you're dead. 
Yeah, basically, you're dead. Yeah, I don't think they're pack hunters anymore because apparently I've heard research that the the young and the adults hunt different things. Somehow they have evidence that they've hunted different things. Well, if they were in a pack, they would be hunting the same thing. Mm. I forget the term for it, but um, with their ecological niche changes as they grow, I think the Speculative Dinosaur Project did that with one of those wet, the uraniforms, whatever they call them, well, like the basically right. the tooth talks like when they're smaller yeah. they fill one role when they're older or another yeah that makes sense yeah god i love the speculative dinosaur project <laughs> it's so good thank you for that list that google drive thing you sent me today that has all these different things yeah it's it's in there as a full pdf the old spec yeah that's cool i need to look at i need to look that up it's cool to look at it there rather than at like the speculative evolution wiki or something yeah you know? i got her off some spec um discord that i'm on Oh, nice. Spec Discord. That's cool. There's a Discord for everything. <laughs> yeah, it's run by the guy, um, the guy and friends of that one who did, um, I forget what it's called, Serenia or whatever, that one I've shown you where it's a terraform world set oh, yeah, the... by Canaries. Yes, yes, that one. Yes, yeah. that's cool. I love that one, like how it has uh, land-dwelling descendant of guppies that basically give rise to, like, free-legged mammal knockoffs. <laughs> <laughs> right. The tripophiers. That's kind of funny. Uh, have you heard of the new Netflix show, Alien Worlds? I have. Haven't seen it, though. It's pretty good. Uh, I just know getting into it, it's about 30% actual aliens, 70% like on Earth explaining the science of astrobiology and biological concepts that support it. So it's not like Alien Planet, where it's like entirely on this alien world. So, so. it's a bit more like the future as well, but more animals in it. Yeah, it's like it's more because mm. it's like they keep cutting back to humans and other like th concepts in nature that can justify their their sort of things they have for these other creatures, and it's pretty cool. It's four different planets, mm. and all with different sort of uh, mm. setups. Like one's orbiting a red dwarf, one has two suns, one has really high gravity, mm. and then the final one is actually a civilization. It's a intelligent one, so mm. that's pretty cool. That's cool. So it's sort of like a combination of Alien Planet, I think it was called, that one with the probes exploring Darwin 4, or was it Darwin yeah. 3? And that other one they did where they had planets with the sky whales and those beaver-like things. Oh yeah, the Extraterrestrial by National Geographic, yeah. It's more of that. Uh, it's kind of cool, though, what they they, ha they do a lot of different concepts with the, uh, the same one, because they both have... Uh, a planet that orbits a red dwarf and thus one side is always daytime the other side is always night but they do something different with it and that they have creatures that inhabit both sides and different ones on both sides and it's different ecosystems like that's a good idea rather than just, just having them in the temperate band that which is tidally locked would be boring yeah exactly they so they have uh yeah, instead of having just one place that's like on the sun, that on the twilight part of the planet, it's on some on day, some on night. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, anyway, so speaking of uh, none of that, <laughs> we're talking about another prehistoric animal. This was your suggestion. We're talking about the giant moa, or its genus name is Dinornis. Hmm. Yeah, the largest of New Zealand's moa species. Right, exactly. Uh uh, the GSA means terrible bird, but I'm going to name this episode Dinornis the Giant Moa because that's its actual, like, sort of common name. So, uh, Type is a paleognathid, a group of large flightless birds also known as the ratites. That includes the modern-day ostrich, emu, rhea, and cassowary. Hmm. I don't think it includes the kiwi, though, does it? 
No, it doesn't. I think the Kiwi is more related to like Latino modes. I have or no idea you what the Kiwi is related to. Those ones with the claws that no... live in South America, the Hotsons and the Tina Mouths or whatever. Yeah, yeah, what something like that. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Uh, size seven to twelve feet slash two point two by three point six meters tall. Uh, 510 to 530 pounds, or 230 to 240 kilograms. It was an herbivore, thank God. <laughs> Big. Uh, although, although I guess, I think the cassowary is technically a herbivore, but that doesn't stop it from being so dangerous. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly, because... Um, what have they got? Those big-ass spurs on them? It's like being chased by a drop-kicking Dilophosaurus. Yeah, they've got muscular feet and giant foot claws. <laughs> like, they're basically modern-day Velociraptors. Mm. So, uh, mm. uh, or or Overactors, yeah. maybe, because of the beak, and then they've got yeah, that crest on the head. So they're indirectly like how they're depicted in Dino Crisis 2 with the Overactors, minus the spit they would drop-kick you all the damn time. <laughs> that's true uh dino crisis i need to play those games they sound fun uh time you are, pl- avoid the food yes yes i remember you telling me to avoid the third first two yes uh anyways time late pleistocene to late holocene one million to six hundred years ago yes six hundred this is the most mm. recent extinction of an animal on this show yet how close can we get to the present hopefully not much closer as then it just gets depressing <laughs> yeah, they think some might have lingered on to about um 1500s or so but uh, it's really hard to say yeah. cause the bulk of the species went extinct within a hundred years of the early moldy appearing because they just had no defense against people right with spears, they... basically yeah, they were basically one of those creatures that becomes an evolutionary dead end. Like, when you're on an island and you have no predators and you have no competition, you just evolve into something that perfectly suits the environment, and then if there's any change to that environment, you're dead. So. And even if you do have predators, birds are more vulnerable because they lay big vulnerable eggs and they have to go away right, from the exactly. nest. And then it's like, at the end of the day, humans are just as useless as we are without tools because we don't have bugger all strength compared to our primate relative <laughs> yes. and stuff yes. when you get a spear or a bow or even the hand axe used by some of our earlier relatives in between the Australopithecine and modern man um, mm-hmm. most animals just go down unfortunately yeah it's true and the, the point with their eggs is interesting I actually have a point here about why that could have been one of the reasons why it didn't do so well too uh, but mm. I'll get to that um so well, I think that's lo- why the, the elephant bird, their cousins in Madagascar, went extinct because the early Malagasy, whatever you call the locals. Yeah, the Malagasy um, or Gazy or something, yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying not to butcher the pronunciation. Of course, I don't know how it's pronounced either. So. <laughs> but they, there's a lot of evidence research. that suggests they use the eggs as water containers and stuff. Right, right. So, location, New Zealand, uh, described in 1843, but then again, modern humans lived with them for a bit and were the direct cause of their extinction, so it's kind of fuzzy what described actually means. Uh, Mm. Pop culture appearances, uh, BBC's Monsters We Met, Discovery Channel's Planet Evolution, and Discovery Channel's What Killed the Mega Beasts. I'm sure there are others, but those are the three I found on dinopedia.org. <laughs> and if you ever come to New Zealand as a tourist and go to Te Papa, or if you look up the image for it on the internet, because it does appear, part of the museum yeah. in Wellington has this thing of, uh, I think it's a Dean Ornus or a sim- no, sorry, Dine Ornus or a similar one, with the oh, giant hast eagle yeah. above it, and they're life-sized. Oh, so that's cool. Basically, that... predator and prey on display. Nice, that's cool. 
Uh, that's really cool. Uh, I'm, I like some museums, but I, I recently found out that my boy Sign Raptor, there is a skeleton of it on display in a museum in Canada. I forgot which one, but I'm going to find out because I want to see a Sign Raptor mm. skeleton on display. And the only other one I know of is in China, like in the middle <laughs> of China. And I don't want to have to go to China, all the way to China, to see a Sign Raptor skeleton. Uh, fair enough. Like, even if you ignore what kind of regime it is, that's a long way to go. It's a long way to go, and also you need to have a special visa, I think, with the government. Exactly. So, yeah, I'd rather go see it in the one hmm. in Canada. Um, Take photos if you do. <laughs> not all prehistoric life was prehistoric. Some truly awe-inspiring beasts live with us until just before the modern times. Probably the biggest example of this is the woolly mammoth, which lived past the construction of the pyramids of Giza, which is pretty remarkable. Yeah, Rango Island. Uh, exactly. Uh, another good example, though, and one that lived till far later, was Dinornis, or Dinornis, or the giant moa. Whatever. <laughs> it's, circumvent the name of it and just call it a giant moa. Mm. And but, there are two species, uh, predictably one from the North Island and one from the South. The North Island species is Dinornis Nova Zealandiae, and the South Island species yeah, exactly. is the Dinornis other one Robustus. Is... Yeah, exactly. I, I bring this up here because it's funny that the first species name literally means of New Zealand since Nova or Novus in Latin means new, which makes me wish that we renamed everything with new at the start of it to Nova instead because it sounds so much cooler. Nova mm. Zealand, Nova York, Nova Jersey, Nova England, Nova Caledonia. Nova Scotia. <laughs> Nova, oh, I guess that one is true. Okay, <laughs> That's already one. And but, like Nova Caledonia, um, that one just sounds cool. Constantinople, now modern-day Istanbul, used to be Nova Roma, because it was all well, new Rome, Nova Roma. That's what it was founded as. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I'd I'd live in these places. Like I'd live in Nova York or Nova Mexico. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. Like you said, there's two species, and as well as that, there's such a size difference between the male and the female that we thought there were more species. Uh, mm. Like the females are a, some of the subspecies have females up to twice as tall as the males, exactly. which is pretty crazy. Mm. Yeah. Like, and not all species were very big. Like, if we don't count Dinornis, um, I'm a little out of date for some of my info because I haven't had a book on moas in years and I haven't been to the museum in a yeah. while. But the most common species, um, I forget the name of it, would have been probably like turkey-sized, maybe sheep-sized. Right. Yeah, like the, the normal be... moas rather than the mm. giant ones. Mm. And if there's any basis to the old cryptic sightings of big birds in our forest, like if any of them survived, that'll be the smaller species. But yeah, I, personally, as cool I'm as it would be. As heck. 
about that. Yeah, like as mm. cool as it would be to have the big ones, that's just not feasible. Mm. Yeah. I mean, Man, they are a very good candidate for cloning, though, because we can get very intact DNA from mummified remains from a swamp in the South Island. Exactly. They died died so recently, too. Uh, mm. uh, but Dinornis also had the potentially the biggest eggs of all time. Bigger than any dinosaurs, in fact. Mm, as far as according we know, to anyway. Wikipedia, yeah, according to Wikipedia, they were as large as a rugby ball, but since I'm a dumb American, I don't know squat about rugby, so I'm assuming that's pretty big. <laughs> uh, rugby ball's pretty big. Think like an oval, but it's on its side, because you don't, you, um, like, so you can hold it between both sides of the hand. Like, if you right, can see in the right. webcam, you hold it like this, not like this. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, mm. that makes sense. Uh, i got to say, I'd think that some of the sauropods probably would have had bigger eggs, but that's... Apparently not. Like, no, they, they had pretty small eggs. I mean, they were still big eggs, but, like, for their size, they were... Of the adults, they were relatively much smaller. It's not like the poor kiwi, which has an egg the third of size of its, <laughs> its whole body. Yeah, that, thing, that basically <laughs> takes up the female's entire body cavity when it, she's carrying it. Yeah, that's it's just nuts. That's crazy. By that logic, the, the eggs of a long neck should be like the size of a small car, but they're not. So. <laughs> I think an egg that big uh, would collapse under gravity for all I know. Well, the thing about collapsing is that despite the huge size of these eggs of the giant moa, the shells were actually very thin, only about 0.04 inches or one millimeter thick, meaning they were quite fragile. Mm. So Which probably meant there was a parent always guarding them. Granted, we don't really know mm -hmm. anything about their behavior. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, they they could have this could have played a part in their demise. Uh, like unlike all the other subjects of the show so far, the extinction of Dinornis can uh, be attributed directly to modern human activity. Even though it was big and had little other defenses against predators, it wasn't very fast, very fierce, or very adaptable to changes in its environment. So when Polynesian and Maori settlers first arrived on the island, they hunted it down for food, cut down its forest for farmland, and maybe even got some of its eggs if they found any. Uh, or if they didn't find, they could fight off the mother guarding them. <laughs> so. They probably did have some kind of flight or flight response and the ability to fight back to an extent. Like, they probably could have a heck of a yeah. tick if the cost worries anything to go by. But given that their main predator, in fact, their only predator would have been the Hast Eagle, they probably yeah. would have only run from people, which is useless when you've got it's people true. chasing it... your spears. Exactly, the spears too. Like, yeah, if uh, if I'm assuming if a MOA got cornered, it could deal a pretty heavy kick like a pretty devastating kick but if you, you just need to not get that close just throw a spear at it <laughs> so. and on the off chance yeah, that I'm, I'm wrong in case moldy didn't use spears any other weapon they would have had that would have filled the same role yeah some sort Little. of ranged <laughs> weapon like something yeah i don't know like a sling or something i don't know i'd actually have uh, to look that bit up i'm a little bit culturally ignorant would probably be the nice yeah, way to yeah. put it with some of the um local moldy stuff but that's just because resources for some things are so damn hard to find right exactly and it, it is difficult uh mm. but uh uh the exact date of when the last giant moa died is unknown but we do know that by 1500 mm. a.d they were all gone in fact by the time european settlers reached the island they had been extinct for 300 years mm. so at least European colonialism wasn't to blame for this particular problem. That's Some one of the European explorers record. apparently claimed to have seen big birds from the coast on the ships, but 
I'm pretty sure that's just your typical, you know, explorer makes up some kind of story thing to get attention. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or maybe it was, I, I don't know, maybe it might have been, they could have just been exaggerating and it was just a Kiwi or something, I don't know. Or it could have been the, I think it's the Takahe, I think it's the name, it's um, a rare bird of ours, oh, if yeah. I've got the name correct, that was believed to be extinct and then they found it again in the 1930s. Yeah, it says here, um, first um, encountered by Europeans in 1847, believed extinct in 1898, and then um, they were dramatically uh, rediscovered living in an isolated South Island Valley in 1948. Oh, wow. Just after the war. <laughs> hmm. And there's only nice. 418 of them. Oh. oh, so there's still some left. Oh, that's cool. I can't cover hmm. it on Paleobites then. <laughs> oh, their population goes up by 10% a year, so... Sorry for the trick. No, it's okay. That's good. No, it's cool. I'm glad that we're saving that species. That's good. All right. So we're now at everyone's favorite part of the show. Maybe. I don't know. We're right at the ML 1 out of 65 million. So. Well, native bias on my end, so 65 million. <laughs> Just creator provincialism or something. Yeah, whatever TV Tropes calls it. Yeah, that's what it's called. It's the reason why Lyle Pluridan walking with dinosaurs was so big, I think, because it was a British fossil. So. <laughs> ah, still blooming cool, even if that's inaccurate. Yeah, I know it is. That is, It's still cool, man, though. Say, I don't watch Walking with Dinosaurs for the accuracy anymore. I watch it because it's good, and it's aged well. Like, yeah, exactly. I've been going through the Walking with series because it's on Curiosity Stream, so I've been watching that. I've got the box set. Ah, let's see. I'm all about digital <laughs> media now. <laughs> I'm switching but, uh, to digital with certain things, but I just you can't beat sitting down for DVD, in my opinion. That's true. That's true. Although for some of them, it it does censor like the American release of certain scenes changes compared to the British version, and it, it <laughs> and as someone who is used to the American DVDs, I'm like when seeing the British version, I'm like ah, that's a bit weird, but I, I don't know, I'm used to it this way, so. I'm imagining it's probably the other way around these days. Less censorship with American stuff, more censorship on the British stuff if BBC's anything to go by. Well, uh, it's like that that scene in... Uh, there's a scene in Walking with Beasts when it shows the Australopithecus mating. And in the, ah. Aust in the American version, it's censored by a huge blur because it looks so similar to how humans do it. Mm -hmm. Um... But in uh, the original British version, it's not blurred at all. I mean, they're still behind tall grass, so you don't really see anything, but still. But it's a bit like seeing the Apidium in the Eocene episode um, in the trees just before the gas pocket goes off, I'm guessing. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I just uh, so realized that dinornis. could have been interpreted so badly, gas pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the mating and then the male farts. <laughs> That's 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 very true, isn't it? Sorry, oh, I've man. got a juvenile mind when it comes. That's to that okay. Kind of thing. That's okay. Yeah. Sorry, uh, listeners. We all do. My dad would love. My dad loves that kind of stuff. Uh, so I'm gonna write uh, Didornis like I don't know, maybe like 45 million. I think it's pretty cool, and the fact that it's so recent is pretty cool. But mm. shame what happened to it. Uh, it is a shame. All right. Well, that's it for this week. If you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact me at MattD at MatthewDonnellCreator.com. Uh, you can find me on social media at MatthewDonnellCreator on Facebook, at MatthewDonnell64 on Twitter, and MatthewDonnell64 on Instagram. Uh, I have a book series on Amazon, Megazoic, available for print and Kindle. It's a dinosaur sci-fi. It's pretty good stuff. Um, mm, I think it's good. Read it. Ben here thinks it's pretty good. So. <laughs> yes, please. Please. I need money. 
I want to be big. I want to get my machine that'll turn everyone into velociraptors. That's my ultimate you, goal. <laughs> if you know people that are in cinema, try and get the, it to their attention so that you can get a movie deal. Yeah, I would love a movie deal. How hard could it be? All right. <laughs> so Pretty easy if it's uh, animated, anyways, believe it or not. That's true. It's just, you know, whether it gets greenlit is the problem. If you uh, get Netflix to do it, this, they, they're trying to compete with Disney on the animation front now. I have considered you know actually it might be a really good show like worth each chapter or each couple chapters being an, an episode and each book being a season or something but mm. uh anyways all right well that's it for this week uh as i say at the end of every episode of paleo bites uh kind of call would this thing make like <laughs> yeah i don't know what kind of cooler mod make probably something similar to an emu but amplified i don't know what it does Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.